Mike Draco in the house, Cincinnati. It's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, man, that's it. We're going live with Shop Talk in just a couple minutes here, and we've done all the speed tests. We've lit the lights, pulled up the curtains, blew a few red lights, and we're on time. Getting ready to go live just four minutes. Going to be a great show tonight. This makes up for last week. I apologize to everybody. We had to fight with the cable tyrants one more time. Sons of bitches. But we're back. We're on the air. We're live here in just four minutes. Make sure you hit the like and share button. This is Chris with Cycle Source Magazine coming to you live with our regular Sunday offering. Good to see you guys piling in, man. I can't even believe how fast. Scott Stefano, Russ Journey's in the house. Rick Rodriguez, Scott Stef- I said Scott Stefano. What's wrong with me? It's going to be one of those nights. Sit back, relax, get ready to go live in three and a half. Scott, the first across the line tonight was, let me look back and make sure, Mike Draco, Cincinnati, in the winner's circle. But that's all right. There's room for everybody. Miss Lisa Ballard in the house. Good to see you. Chop Cult, always such a great supporter of everything motorcycle and especially everything we do over here at Cycle Source. Hey, man, I want to hip you guys to one of our other big sponsors here, and that's Chopper Town. Chopper Town has some amazing programs going on, Just not, not just the stuff we're doing, but every week, like a killer lineup of shows and pre-recorded video segments on motorcycles. You want to go check them out over at their Facebook and YouTube? Go see Chopper Town. Ricky Bobby. God damn it, Bobby. <laughs> Kevin Nye in the house. Keith Kronoff. Yancey Webb. Yancey. Your sister's here all the time. I had to tease her because she always gets me when I screw up. <laughs> Steve Broyles from D-Town. What's up, Poppy? Good to see you here. Just a minute and a half, man. That's enough time to like and share. Hit the like and share button. Help us get this program out all over the two-wheel universe so we can bring you guys more Shop Talk. Shop Talk, 120 minutes of all the bullshit we can fit. Two-wheel entertainment coming to you live from the Source Media headquarters. Minute out. Walter Coro, we got to see you. He's un- upload- unloading the goodies from Oli. We got to see him live this this week on our live remote. Joey Ramos, good to see you. Mike Draco putting up the Facebook Chopper Town link for us. Thanks, brother. 51 seconds and we're going live.
30 seconds left. I guess that's time to get this one out of the station and up on the tracks. Let's go live with tonight's Shop Talk. Here we go. Okay, scooter tramps and chopper jockeys all across the land. It is just, just after two minutes after nine p.m., and that means it's time for another episode of Shop Talk. Hey, I'm your host Chris Callum from Cycle Source Magazine. It's good to see you guys this week, and and good to see that there's no messages coming up saying we can't hear you. Your audio's busting up. Comcast, what happened? Somebody set the whole building on fire because they can't keep their contract. I mean. Never mind about that. So, hey, man, this is this is Shop Talk. Every Sunday, 9 p.m., we go live through the courtesy of the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio with 90 to 120 minutes of all the bullshit we can fit. Two-wheel entertainment at its finest through the courtesy of Chopper Town and the Cycle Source Magazine Network. I'm going to bring my host in so we can get right to it. It's going to be a killer show tonight. What's up, everybody? Howdy, howdy. Hey. How we do this week? Not too bad. Not too bad. I had a little quick little nap during the countdown that was are good. you kidding me right now <laughs> i like naps i am so tired it's ridiculous uh, oh boy we've been we've been kind of burning at both ends man we really have oh my gosh new show getting ready to launch this week on uh thursday night which is going to be outrageous i'm going to play some of that for you guys a little bit uh a little bit later on in this program but on top of that we got the FXR completely tore down. We got two and a half garages put in a garage and a half over the last week. Jesus. How many of you guys have had to move a garage in the last 10 years? Because here's something Mark and I were talking about. So we're, we're, moving, we're moving shit around from three different garages. And here's the thing that's the hardest. Because when you're younger, man, and you have stuff, you like you look at things and you say, okay, this stays, this goes, <laughs> screw that, move on to the next thing. But when you get older like us, everything has a story. And yeah. like you'll find yourself, I find myself over this last week of moving stuff from garages, looking at stuff and going, man, I remember the first time yeah. I got this. And we were out in Ohio and everybody <laughs> was drunk that night. And it's Which like... Is- it's like saying goodbye to an old friend. Which is awesome. <laughs> However, when you're his Here wife we go. and he tells the next 20 people he talks to on the phone the same story, you're like, oh, my God, it was a burnt tire that you did a burnout on. Who gives a shit? Well, but everybody on the burnout, <laughs> right, you understand. That's right. It. That's the right. Dude, it's- I'll tell you my biggest <laughs> thing that I've been having trouble even moving because I'm afraid it's going to get too close to the garage door is that stupid little rut mini bike. Yeah, right. Like oh, how many yeah. times? How many times did I move that? Dude, thing? that's been through five garages. I know, and it's still torn apart in eighty-five <laughs> pieces. <laughs> but you can't let it go, man. It's no, in a it's OG Rup mini bike, and you every know? piece is there. The original yep. wheels. I even have the original foam from the seat. Oh my god, we're so stupid. 
so yeah that's been our our last week has been full of uh the the woes of garage moving which i I think i would next time rather lose a testicle than have to move a garage again (laughs) the toolbox alone is such a challenge why don't they just start putting steering wheels on these son of a bitches if you can just put a motor in your toolbox i have i drive everything to work every day so (laughs) i felt that way at the end of daytona like if i had loaded that camera gear and in and out of the truck (laughs) one more time i was lighting the whole truck on fire it's crazy how that works Oh, well, there were some days that you loaded it and unloaded it three times. I'm like, oh, good Lord. This will be great. Hey, I got a great idea. Let's start a magazine. (laughs) All right, man, listen. I've been wanting to punch in the mouth for 27 years over that stupid line. (laughs) Let's start a magazine. Oh, Jesus. Every time he says, hey, hey, I have an idea, I'm like. Oh, boy, you're not kidding. (laughs) You're like, like, you're like what? I didn't let him say it anywhere. The other night she actually told me she was going to cut me. Which I gotta <laughs> tell you, it kind of turned me on. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just not hating, a little bit. Just saying. <laughs> so okay, man. Like I said, this is Shop Talk. We come to you every Sunday, 9 p.m. on the East Coast, and a uh, little bit of entertainment, some interviews here and there, and we start the whole thing off with a program we like to call the news. First up in the news tonight, this in from Indian Motorcycles. Indian Motorcycle announces Indian Chief Custom Program reunites Paul Cox and Kano Sasaki for one of three projects. Mark, did I say his name right? Yep. I I just want to make sure because, you you know, that's kind of touchy. Indian Motorcycles, America's first motorcycle company, and second and third, but we'll get back to that later. (laughs) Today announces plans for three customization projects based on its recently unveiled 2022 indian chief an effort to showcase the vast professionalism profession personalization possibilities my old eyes inherent to the indian chief platform three renowned v-twin customizers were selected to produce totally unique interpretations of the iconic motorcycle including former indian larry tandem paul cox and kano sasaki freestyle motocross legend carrie hart and creator of brat style the popular brand and globally recognized throwback aesthetic for motorcycle customization and restoration go takamini so go check them out at indian.com heather jane over to you So did they? Did I miss something? What? Trio and two. So yeah, yeah. yeah I've been yeah, thinking this that since li- the gate, dude. Right? How much? And and obviously we're just being we're just being ballbusters because we're from Pittsburgh. That's what we do. But uh, this part right here, Carrie Hart and Go Takamini round out trio of builders to develop three unique interpretations. Who's- trio of builders. So that means Paul and Kano. They're counting them as one person. Which I'm sorry, like Paul, nope. Paul alone. Paul alone, oh yeah, God, absolutely. Yeah. Is like the craftsmanship and the talent he has in his little pinky. So listen, I got worth five people. I got to bust in for a second. Scott Stefano asked me to shoot him our opinion of the V Rod, and here's what might surprise you. Back in, um, oh God. Jesus, I can't Ooh, I guess. have it. Hold on. Let me get it. When they first uh, first came out with the V-Rod muscle, I, it was always my opinion that the V-Rod was probably the, one of the finest traveling motorcycles that Harley ever made. It, You know, the red line was incredible. It went forever. Like, you could ride it at 90, 100 miles an hour all day long. It was just always seemed like it was on the wrong chassis. I mentioned this at a uh, 
at a press launch when they came just out. Just to the break in muscle. here, Chris and his big mouth. Right. So, <laughs> so that's all I'm going to say. So I told them that I thought it was a great travel bike, and they said, "Yeah, but you can't ride bikes like this across the country." And I said, "Yeah, well, you should. You should be able to." And they said, "Go ahead, smartass." And we were on the West Coast, and 62 hours later. <laughs> I ended up in New Jersey on the coast delivering the motorcycle and there's and, no date on it though. And I walked I walked away like a tough guy, you know, like see and then walked around the corner and I was like, "Oh my god, my the inside of my thighs were black and blue and he like cried." But well wait, he came home, <laughs> got off that bike, made it back to Pittsburgh in enough time to pack his shit, us load the truck, and then he got on the Pearl and rode the whole way to Sturgis in a day. In a day, never yep. never stopped. Rode around like a maniac the whole time here. Then drove or rode the bike all the way home. And then when he came home, he rode to my house, got off the bike, and said, "I never want to see this fucking thing ever again <laughs> as long as I live." And that's the the oh, V Rod story. Jesus, yeah. So honestly, I love the V Rod. I would have loved to seen it like you know, really in a legitimate touring chassis and. It's a, yeah, it's just a with bitch that power, that, yep. the rideability of those things were awesome. Well, it is awesome, not work. So next up in the news, um, Triumph SOS is a new emergency service alert system for riders. Triumph Motorcycles introduced its newest, hottest thing on April 15, 2021, and it's not a motorcycle. It's called Triumph SOS, and it's the company's new accident detection and emergency alerting system. It's like OnStar for motorcycles. Best yeah. of all, the smartphone app, which is available today on both Android and iOS devices, will work for any motorcyclist on any bike in the country's covered. Provided you have signal, of course. Well, I love how they had to put that caveat in there because you know somebody's going to be like, "I died, I, <laughs> <laughs> I died, you bastards!" <laughs> I kept pushing that damn button. <laughs> Shit went awry. You know, for me, that's totally cool. But uh, I mean, how many times have we said probably the most memorable memorable parts of? Our trips is when was, you couldn't call someone. Uh, yes, that not only that, but like the breakdowns and the and people the that you meet and the you know the stuff that goes on through fixing yep. your bike on the side of the road and the stories and you know which is great. I mean nowadays, I'm not even going to say what I think about most people nowadays, but he's back then angry, it was all he's whole, an angry man. Oh, like, like I didn't hear from you earlier today. Nice try. <laughs> Mark loves everybody. What are you kidding? So hey, listen, Gus Gus. He's a hunger too. If you, anybody sees Mark, just go give him a big old. Hug. Oh yeah, well, do the, that. The good part about it is you'll probably never see me again. Listen, so be Gus Gus is in the house tonight, and he wants to. Uh, he's. I want to try out the Pan American. We do too. Yeah, we do too. So. Harley Davidson, if you're out there, we want to go beat up one of your motorcycles. That would be so much fun. All right, moving on. More news to get through. We got guests waiting. Nights nights rolling along. Um, This is coming in from the auto blog. Harley Davidson sports were recalled for headlight failures. Over 31,000 motorcycles are included in the recall. While it's not as critical as tires or brakes, headlights are a pretty important component. Well, Eh, headlights are so overrated. It depends. Uh, any motorized vehicle, Harry Davidson would agree. The motorcycle manufacturer has recalled 31,346 Sportster motorcycles covering the 2019 to 21 model year because of headlights could fail. Go check them out. I'm sure Harley has a. Hey, they can update. just put their flashlight on their iPhone on. <laughs> <laughs> That's too small. You don't even need service for that. Hell, I just fixed that whole problem. 
All right, back to the news. This coming in from the Milwaukee Business Journal. Harley-Davidson CEO Zietz paid $9.4 million in compensation last year. Levitach severance over $2 million. So I want to go work for Harley just no so sh- I can get fired. Dude, that's what I was going <laughs> to yeah. say. Apparently, apparently, even a bad job there is like... Right? That's a no, lot of dough. It's a lot of dough. Yeah. and That's, that's FU money. Yeah, right? Yes. HD FU money. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> well, absolutely. $9.40 like, is that money to me. If people weren't making those salaries, would the company be... Yeah. It, I agree. Um, you said, you, Heather, you just said a you complete know, mouthful right there. I totally agree. No, and listen, this this comes down to a, a critical interpretation of, of bi- the business climate in the whole United States yep. because it's like that across the board. You know, Harley-Davidson's no stranger in, in this mm-hmm. arena. Some of the worst times that we can remember over the last decade, executives of the biggest failing companies were getting massive golden parachutes. And yep. you just wonder, like, where did we get off track where, you know, American companies, like, think about Hershey, like the Hershey company, right? Yes, they made the Hershey's Kisses. They make the Hershey Chocolate Bar. But they also build a town. They build a community. Oh, they my built, gosh. That's incredible. They built schools and hospitals and yep. theme parks. And, like, you know, there was there was a responsibility. They made more than just stuff. Yeah. And, and on top of the stuff, they made a profit for the company. You it know? Could, it's so easy to potentially go off on a tangent on this. Because, like, when you think about all the people that work to shape our country that get paid – a tenth of that. A tenth, yeah, maybe. If Jesus, they're lucky, yeah. maybe a ninetieth percentage, yeah, <laughs> small percentage. Yeah, you know, and, and again, then you have people <laughs> Nancy, you know, in Nancy those Weems. positions that Nancy are never going to have to worry about it again. Nancy Weems says now she got the munchies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you Nancy, think of, you always have the munchies. If, if you think about it, it's the people that make the bad decisions up top that ruin it for the pe- the workers at the bottom, yep. and they get a golden parachute on the way out the door. Or everybody yeah. else is looking for a job, and workers get yep. a boot yeah. in the ass. Yeah, you know, well, this is the state of things. Moving on, we're almost through the news. This is going to be a record. I quit. Motorcycle.com brings us this news on Triumph's 2022 Scrambler 1200 line includes a Steve McQueen special edition. That's bitching. You go, Ellen. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So Triumph didn't. They they sold over 10,000 modern Scramblers since the XC and XE were new in 2018. And Scrambler 1200 XE even won Motorcycle Online's revered Best Standard Motorcycle Award last year, but they didn't have to make the bike Euro 5 compliant for 2022. And with that came a few tweaks and gaining uh, gaining of a few pounds, about 13 of them, in fact. But, hey, look, there's a new Steve McQueen limited edition. I'm so excited about that. I can't even talk right. <laughs> Dude, he was such a badass. He, he was. was. Yes, he was. Oh, remember that time we got to shoot um, his one of Indian? his Indians? Yeah, that was so awesome. That, that was such a beautiful motorcycle. Remember that one time at band camp? <laughs> I stuck a scrambler. In my, well, <laughs> let's go back to the news and try to keep this what on the rails. Wrong with you this two? is from the Las Vegas Review Journal. Mika Motorcycle Auction returns to Vegas. This is just going to piss me oh, off. Oh, I know. I want to go to Mika. Oh, me too. Really Please. bad. I want to have the Please. money to come back from Mika with a knucklehead. 
Okay, 40. Meekum Auctions annual vintage and antique motorcycle auction will take place on Wednesday through through May 1st at the Las Vegas Convention Center, featuring an estimated 1,750 motorcycles celebrating its 30th anniversary. The event is recognized as the largest global gathering of con- consigners, buyers, and spectators who share a passion for the history, beauty, and camaraderie invoked and inspired by vintage and antique motorcycles. Wow. I wouldn't even care if we went to buy anything. Yeah. I just want to go. I like, agree. That's one of those things See, I just want to go and experience. And, and this is this is why I don't like to go places like that for you. Like, who the hell goes to a restaurant to not have a meal? But again, it's that's a whole different story. I, I'm with Heather on this one. For that energy and to, you know, as much as we're involved in motorcycling, to, to see I know, those. The, I know. I'm being a passion, smart you know? And I think some of the the opportunity to see a collection of bikes like yep, that yeah. all in one spot. That I mean, that's what it is for me, you know, to be able to have it all right there. And I hear they have really good hot dogs. So Keith is asking, will it be televised live? Do you know if it's live this year? Uh, I'll usually bet they will. Is. Yeah, I'll bet they will. If I'm not mistaken, he said he I've can't find it. it anywhere so far. We'll see if we can bring. See, some- Jason, I love to window shop. Chris, it drives Chris crazy when I window shop because yeah, I don't, I don't like- buy anything. Mm-hmm. No, I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting old. I like to know what I'm going for. Get in, get out. I like that unless I like the whole thing. Like you're just saying you are taken away from going to like a car show or a bike show. You know what no. I mean? Like to me to go look at what other people do. And then in a situation like that, to see the vintage, <coughs> to see the original bikes and, you know. Yeah, right on, man. So listen, earlier in the show, we touched on the fact that this Thursday we're launching a new program. Um, we're actually going to be on the the uh, engineering side of it. Um, Jason Holman, who's watching along tonight, is going to be one of the hosts of the new show. The show is called Torque Performance. And um, we're going to take two seconds right now and give you guys a little test of that. So hang on. seeing a lot more from stuff like um you know performance based from these guys as they have an entire team together of some of the most badass guys on the scene right now and um you know all social media they're going to have a blog there's going to be podcast stuff there's going to be a weekly show quarterly magazine and it's all focused around performance if you want to know what that is tune in thursday at 9 p.m and uh hear them unveil the new show Anybody? <laughs> I see. I need my little sound effects button. You need to give me those. Clap. There you go. How was that? That's a. That's a. I think big you need to get a golf club. clap one. <laughs> that's a big, a uh, big scene right now, boy. Everybody's, everybody's up on that sport stuff, which is cool as hell. Mm-hmm. I like speed. That's for damn sure. It's definitely not my, like, typical taste for bikes, but watching them. Because most of them ride just like fools. Like yeah. they have fun. They ride dangerous. They ride how you we know, like Mark, to watch. You know, Mark, like we did before no, we were old. We, we never did that. Yeah, no. When do you, when have you ever saw me ride a bike crazy? Oh, 
every time we went somewhere. Let's up. talk about coming back from the the Leroy Thompson really? parties. Yeah, all yeah. Right. Actually, how about it's I'm nine twenty? How about we get to our? Oh, sorry, Go. Mark. I didn't mean to step That's on it. you. I said I'm blaming oh, all that on Flip. <laughs> I was so I was you so nervous. Can't blame someone that's not dude. Here I was so nervous so. that he his little ass never touched the seat of his bike the whole way home. So I'm blaming everything on him. <laughs> what do you got, Heather? Well, it's nine twenty, so I think, and we have um, two sets of guests tonight, or one set and one guest. I don't know. Don't According get into the Indian, trio thing, four, right? right? Yeah. Oh, no, it's still it's it, it's just two. Just oh, just <laughs> unless you're talking about breasts, of course. Then it's a whole different story. <laughs> so, first up tonight, we have not had the pleasure of going to this event, but I've seen pictures, I've read the stories, and I really wish we could go. We might be able to swing it. It has know. barbecue in it. I want to go. <laughs> right? We have the hosts and creators of the Backroad Barbecue Run. Luke and Ronnie Woolard with us tonight, and they're going to tell us their tale about why they do it, how they started, and what to expect if you go. How you doing, guys? Okay, so first we have to apologize in front of God and everyone, and these are two of the most patient people in the world because when the show went down in flames last week, they were like, ah, no big deal. Came back on this week. Everything's good. I don't think they moved. They look exactly like they did last week. <laughs> so do we. Different clothes. There you go. So tell, tell us about your event. We're going to flip through some pictures while you guys tell us about um, how this whole thing got started and... And and tell us everything. Uh, we started it uh, just as kind of a ride, get friends together, hang out, have a good time. We just wanted to do a small uh, a day kind of event thing. Shop I used to work at, do a little country ride. We wanted to involve barbecue. We had a cool bluegrass band, um, stuff like that. Uh, we ended up losing a friend that year. A motorcycle accident so it kind of turned into a we raised a little money for his family and that kind of thing um but our probably our favorite event ever is uh twin rivers uh chopper camp out and that's usually a you know two night three day kind of thing and we were just like man maybe we should try to find somewhere cool where we can turn this thing into a camp out in at least a few days and uh just kind of escalate it from there you know, man, it uh, it it does my heart so good. We we obviously for years and years ran an event called the Big Mountain Run, and it's coming back. And there's news about that. But when when Mark and I were young, this was this was what going to a motorcycle gig was like. I yeah. mean, it was there was no question that it was going to be a camp out. There was no question it was going to be in the middle of nowhere because nobody near a town wanted us around. <laughs> but man, looking through the pictures, this thing oh, looks like you guys tear shit up. Believe it or not, we have a really good time. It it it, it is a family campground. Um, it's uh, the property is like thirty two acres, man. Uh, um, and the majority of it, ninety percent of it, is camping in the woods. I mean, last year we had some folks come in on Friday. I didn't see them again until Sunday morning until they were leaving. I mean, it's <laughs> but we don't you know we don't have any. Uh, it's kind of some of our friends 
joked and said it's like a family reunion now we have all these events going on throughout the year so it's like we all get to see each other four or five times a year and now it's just getting pretty big so we're meeting new family new friends yeah it's awesome no and that's the that's the good stuff right there you know like i i love i love everything that motorcycling has become today but it's those it's those treasures like that it's those events that you know you are going to see exactly the people that you want to see every time you go there and if you take a break for two years and go back on the third year you're still going to see them yeah and those events fill a void yeah that's right absolutely 100 percent excuse me now do you guys and if you said this i apologize i'm trying to keep up with the comment feed um do you guys rent out the whole campground for the weekend or are there civilians there too uh, there, there is a, an area up front, um, like a kind of an RV area. And for the last couple of years, there's been maybe two or three folks that were there. Um, don't seem to have a problem with loud bikes and music ripping through the campground for two or three days straight. So uh, we kind of get the tail end section of it, which is, you know, I mean, it, it's a primitive camping, but there is a, um, a bathhouse you know, with showers and stuff like that. We have people come out and uh, um, cater or, or food trucks and stuff, but we do have, we try to incorporate barbecue every year. Uh, and once again, this year, we're going to have some killer uh, barbecue on site for the main day. See, food trucks. I always, Heather and I have talked about that for years, how that would be the ultimate for one of these events is to have like a food truck roundup going on at the same yeah. time. Yeah. We have some good ones. Yeah. Do you guys have like just one purveyor for barbecue or do you do like a cook off type deal? Uh, it's just one guy. Um, I think it's called Grilling and Chilling. Mm-hmm. He's, I think he, they call themselves Grilling and Chilling. A couple of older guys, uh, super cool. Um, they came out for the first time last year. We had a different guy the year before. Um, they came out last year and he had such a blast that he's actually called me probably four or five times this year just to make sure everything was cool and they're excited. Um, I, th- I think they had a blast. They're going to come and stay longer this year. I said, dude, please, we would love to have you guys for as long as you can, can stay out there. That's Their awesome. food is so, so good. That's awesome. So now tell us how it all goes, like how it all goes down. Like, do you guys have like a kickoff ride or does everybody just converge on the campground or lay, lay out the weekend for me? So normally everybody comes in, starts rolling in throughout Friday. This year we are getting, we are having people ask if they can come as early as Thursday, which is not a problem. Um, technically our, our event is from Friday to Sunday. So our, you know, the price is a little bit different if you're coming that extra day, which is not a huge deal. Um, Friday is kind of just like roll in, get your stuff together, get some beers, hang out, talk to people, that kind of thing. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we have a food truck come in late in the day, stay there throughout the evening, Friday, then Saturday morning. Uh, we have a, a food truck come in in the morning for lunch uh, for breakfast and lunchtime. And we do a small country ride. We come back to the campground and we're going to do some fun games this year. Uh, we'll have barbecue later on in the evening and just party it up until Sunday morning. So you can't do it anymore. So Heather, Heather put up the, uh, the dates and the name of the town and stuff, but it looks like Paul Corey says that we got the town wrong. 
I copied um, it from the website. Paul says it's Trenton, and then he comes it's, back it's, and says it's it's near Trenton, a little area called Comfort, North Carolina. That's right. Technically, the address is actually uh, Maysville was what the address will come up with. But if you, See, if you put so that address in, right. it'll, it'll take you there. Right Don't on. tell me I was wrong. <laughs> I'm just, listen, there, there was another man helping me prove that you were wrong about something for a minute. Hey, I, I, I copied hope. it from backroadbarbecuerun.com, <laughs> so I was not wrong. Paul's the man. He's a local guy from right there. He's a great dude. So what well, makes Paul, you're wrong. what makes uh, other other than the <laughs> fact that you guys are celebrating this in the tradition of of real old school with motorcycles? What makes your event stand out? What's the what's the thing about this that you got to come and see it? Yeah, <laughs> we're we're we consider ourselves pretty laid back. It's a laid back environment. Um, we don't have like we we don't have. Uh, crazy shit going on everybody is like i said it's more family than anything so you're going to meet friends and you're going to make friends while you're there it's a great time i mean we try to do things that nobody else is doing if we can we try to we try to make some some fun things that nobody else has seen at other places if we can and which is kind of hard to do but uh but we do have some perks so uh, we got a thousand beers to drink this year a thousand pbrs to get out wow nice What's the so story? Now, Body cool. I want to know about Chopper King. Because I'm looking. Is that this year's trophy on your website? Yes. Yes. That's bitching. It, it escalated. Just to try to win that. Really trophy. quick. <laughs> that, yeah. that escalated pretty quick. So what's, what's the deal with Chopper King? That's a. So it's kind of a creation from our friend Pan Ed Jim, who a lot of these photos that you're showing are, are uh, you know, he does a lot of stuff for us. He's helped us out with the website. Uh, uh, he built that trophy. Um, he's one. He's been with us almost every single year, uh, except for the very first year. Uh, he's been with us and helping us out. Uh, this is something he wanted to run by us to see what we thought, and we were like, this sounds like a great idea. 100%. It's based off a point system. Um, you know, you uh, it's based off the games, based off how cool your bike is, how low you can handle it, whether or not you rode. Doesn't matter, guy or girl, um, and you get to win some really, really cool shit. <laughs> so, it's literally like a tropper tri- triathlon. I love this. This isn't a contest for trailer queens and limp, limp-wristed riders, so show up at the campground ready to compete with a running chopper that you can ride. You'll be judged on how badass a chopper is. Not only how badass a chopper is, but how well you can handle it and what really counts. We'll have various chopper games lined up for the weekend. No, we're not telling you what they'll be, so don't ask. Give you multiple chances to demonstrate your speed and agility on two wheels. Every king must have the strength to rule, and the chopper king is no different. So start hitting the gym. (laughs) Feats of strength. There's a little bit of, it sounds like Festivus a little bit in there, huh? Yes. Yes. Festivus for the rest of us. That's awesome. Ah, right on, man. That's so great. That's so great. It makes me miss Tramp Triathlon. I I can't wait to have BMR back. BMR is coming back. In the meantime, this is this is fantastic to see that you guys are, are doing a show like this. I love it. I'd love to have if you can have Panhead Jim take some extra stuff this year he, so that we have some we have some stuff for the magazine. I'd love to have this. He in the wrote magazine. us a story for last year's, but he he just got it to us not long ago, and 
I, I don't know that it's going to make it in because you're coming up to your new one. So well, why don't we if get he it? gets us that article and stuff quick, why don't we we'll get, get it? it in. Why don't we get it on the the last year one on the blog at least and get it out now right. so people can read about it? Because what do you guys do? Twelve days out, we were saying. Yes. Let me just get his Panhead Joe's yeah. approval blessing to do that, and we'll get that story at least up on the internet. And then uh, we'll work with them to get the next one great. in print sooner. Absolutely. Because this is our kind of chopper party. Yeah. We have a chopper. Damn responsibilities. Yeah, listen, we have a kind now, Mark. Yeah, I was going to say, we have a kind. Well, I mean, we do. Because <laughs> to tell you the truth, when BMR started, we didn't want anybody to come. So, I mean, right. it was our place to go, <laughs> just do our thing. Well, yeah, the no listen, hoopla. I mean, you guys, you guys got to get this for the kind of show that you're putting on. Yeah. Like, you do... So much of this stuff throughout the year, like every once in a while, you just want like that hidden gem. You know, you yep. want that one place, man, where everybody, there's just enough people to make it cool and you can all sneak away. Yeah. And like, that's, that's where, that's where stuff like this comes out. Oh, yeah. I mean, hell, our motto for a while was BMR. It's, it's really, really not, not that, that good. good. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't tell, don't, <laughs> please don't tell your friends. Cause you don't like, like your event looks like, looks like if you could have handpicked the people that showed up yeah. yeah it's those people that come and it's just they all gel and it just it works it's completely organic everybody has a good time there's no bs like it's perfect so it's you worry that if they tell too many people yeah the fun goes away the fun goes away because the a-holes are going to start finding out about yeah, it, it becomes it becomes a job too so you know, well, it de- it definitely looks like a good crowd of people. Oh though. yeah, definitely. I want to go. It's always a good time. We 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 always have a good time. Well, they said yeah. barbecue, so I'm in. There's no there's no BS. No. Well, uh, I'll take care of that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> She's on it. Right on. So now, if there was one thing, if you had to describe this event in one word, what would it be? Oh boy! <laughs> party! Wow! I mean, it's just party. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Right on. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, I was I, like you guys. Go ahead. I was just going to say, you guys were talking about this, the Chopper King thing. Man, there's a lot of been. There's been a lot of uh, a lot of uh, smack talking, a lot of shit talking. People are are coming. There's there's. There's who are we think is going to be our champ right there. Everybody's betting on West from Custom Destruction. Is it narrows down to a, a final feat of an arm wrestling match, which Jim has made an incredible uh, arm wrestling table for this. So this year is going to be nutty. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And everybody's going to be drinking a thousand beers. A thousand so. beers. So we have <laughs> so- to drink all of those. Where where does the th- a thousand beers could go pretty darn quick? Where does a thousand beer thing come from? That's the second time you guys said that now. We 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 got lucky. We got hooked up with PBR uh, the second year that we did this. First year we did it at the campground, and uh, they want they were like, "This is our kind of event. This is the kind of event that we want to be a part of." And it just kind of went from there. And they sure enough showed up with a shit ton of beer. I sent them email after email, basically because I did not want any of my friends. Once you get into that campground, you don't have to leave. You don't have to leave. Yeah, we've got everything safe. That's right. 
So Philip Wilson says one word would be rowdy. And I got I got yes. I got to kind of agree with them. <laughs> it's a rowdy time. Right on. So now I have a question and strictly for personal reasons because if it works out, is there cell service at the campground? Um it's it is yes and no. The further you get back into the campground, probably not. But if you need to, you can go up to the well, front and right. get something. Just stand the still. The only reason I ask is because if you guys think of it, throw me a couple pictures so we can show the world what a great time you're having while you're there. Oh, we will do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. No. Like, just shoot me a text every now and then. I'd love to get that out. We want people to know that people are still having fun out there. And this is this just looks like a damn good time. Yeah. Back up and come on. You'll have a great time. Yeah, listen, it's not a it's not a bad idea. We've been we've been stuck as long as everyone else has. And you know, part what a lot of people say shit like this, like this is what we do, but legitimately this is what we do. And it starts to get a little unnerving around here. <laughs> like we're we're literally sectioning off parts of the house and claiming statehood at this point, making our own governments. There's about to be a fucking war in my place, dude. <laughs> it's time to go somewhere, y'all. Boy, am I glad I don't have that. It's nice and warm down here. That's right. Oh. That's yeah, buddy. So listen, tell everybody where um where they can you find got just more. enough time to uh, put in for uh... what's up. Sorry for the lag. Yeah, oh, just gonna say you got plenty of time to put in for work, man. Well, thank yeah, um, Chris. Can I have yeah May seventh through ninth off? <laughs> yeah, you, you sure can. There you go. Yes. Asking your friends to spend the night in front of their parents. Yeah, come on. <laughs> right, the well, world heard it. I can have the weekend off. Well, listen, man. Tell everybody where uh, where they can find more information. I mean, we have your back backroadbarbecuerun.com up right now but uh you guys got social media and everything for everybody to follow along yeah that's right we have a instagram page um my wife runs that and there's plenty of links and stuff uh floating around that will take you to that those are our two main places that we use um we don't mess with facebook sorry everybody <laughs> that loves facebook we don't mess with that but uh um uh, Chop Cole also has in their yeah. event section, they've got it listed um, and the website, Instagram. Right on. That's about it. Yeah. That's all we need. Awesome. Oh, that's cool, man. Listen, thank you guys so much for, for being patient and putting up with our bullshit last week. I hope you have a killer, killer event, and we definitely want stuff for the magazine, so go out and uh, go out and tear it up. Drink those thousand beers. <laughs> Uh, 100%. Thank you so much for having us, and we hope you guys can make it. That would be great. We'd love to have you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You guys be safe. If not this year, then next year for sure. Yep. That's right. <laughs> All right, man. So Thank we're you Thank you. we're rocking along with uh, Killer Show. I want to remind you guys one more time. If you don't know, this is Shop Talk. We come to you live every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, through the courtesy of the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. We're going to take two minutes real quick and reset the uh, the guest role. We have a special guest coming in tonight, but uh, in the meantime, we're gonna we're gonna hear a word from our sponsors. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more shop talk. It's 
Xavier with Providence Cycle Works in Austin, Texas. Your host for the 2021 High Seas Rally, the only biker rally on a cruise ship. I'm super pumped and way excited to be on the ship this year. But what I'm most excited about is the custom bike that I'm building for one of you guys to win. You're automatically entered when you come on board with us. So let's get ready to rock. So The fueling name has been associated with racing and high-performance engines since 1974, when founder Jim Fueling started fueling the flames. From Daytona to Monaco, from the Bonneville Salt Flats to the Indy 500, Fueling is here to compete. Look for the flying pig to run up front this year with pilot Ben Bostrom. Fueling. No bullshit, just performance. See, I caught you napping. <laughs> no, I was doing, trying to keep up with the, the feed. Sorry. Hey, man, I want to thank all of our sponsors. Um, great commercials coming in. These guys all put, you know, a lot of work into the stuff to to be part of the show and not make it seem, you know, like hokey that we're doing a commercial, and we really appreciate that. I do want to take two seconds and answer. We had a, a reader question Scott Stefano, Chris, did CycleSource put Easy Riders magazine under? Been getting Easy Riders for centuries, and it just stopped showing up in my mailbox. Listen, so here's the deal. CycleSource didn't put anyone out of business. The publishing industry got super tough for the motorcycle publications, and it was 
a rough time for everybody. No one is more heartbroken about that than me. I have been a long, long fan of every motorcycle magazine, the horse and, you know, American iron that those, those people started in my hometown and I loved all of that stuff. And to see any of those magazines go by the wayside, absolutely breaks my heart. I know I speak for everybody here at the oh, show yeah. too. Yeah, for sure. Amen. And, um, and there are friends of ours. I mean, yeah. So yeah. legitimately, I mean, after 25 years of doing cycle source magazine, it's not like you just know these people. Like it was an honor to get to know them, to yeah. become peers with them. But then, you know, we had long decade long friendships with a lot of them. Yeah. So nothing but respect for everybody in the lineage of any of those magazines. And I, I wish they were here, but that's the condition of things today. You know, it's tough business. Yeah. Like what you used to be able to do with a camera and a typewriter. Now you have to have a truck full of equipment yeah. and media is a really, really hard gig anymore. So I don't blame them, but I miss them as much as you do. Yeah. And actually one of the prerequisites to, to have a magazine is you have to be batshit crazy. Like, Christopher. can I get an amen? <laughs> That's it's it. The only right way there. it works. Hey, wait, it's look, like, look how, dis- look how disgusted it is. You have to be crazy. Look how disgusted Mark gets when I play sound effects. <laughs> the, the can I get an amen still freaks me out a little bit. I don't even know what's Not going as on. bad the as groovy. groovy yeah, the gro- yeah, that one there just, that's got to go. <laughs> It's like there's bugs crawling on you when you play that. No, one. that groovy. It's like the bad guy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> it, 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 it's it was Mr. Perkins. Groovy. Hey, and we're and in I the mystery machine right now. So I got away with it too. If it wasn't for you, groovy pesky, pesky kids. kids. <laughs> You meddling kids. All right, man. So, hey, listen, things are getting back to normal. I can hardly believe it myself, but events are going on. People are starting to come out of their houses. They're starting to talk to each other again. Um, The fist bump is turning into handshakes and hugs once again. And um, that brings us back on track with some of our normal stuff. This is normal to us. Motorcycles. Uh, More importantly, this this year's extension of the T-Dozer opportunity um our next guest is going to speak to you on that and we're going to go ahead right away and bring him in mr billy grotto our next guest you made me sound important you are important you man. are dude you you <laughs> you almost drop an f-bomb on that commercial they play on the radio that is effing awesome yeah. oh <laughs> i fucking the first time i heard it, i'm like oh my god that cracks me the hell up oh dude listen we would be remiss if we don't first talk about smack smack me bro smack. <laughs> oh my god well I'm not. I, I'm not allowed to talk about it, but uh, we can talk about it. You know me. I'm a rule breaker. No, listen. Yeah, that was that was absolutely crazy. Um, somebody sent me that video. Um, actually, Sam Crosby, Sam the Whipper. Everybody knows Sam from the rallies. She's just the best the bartender ever. And um, Sam Daly. It's Sam Daly yes, now. Billy, right. she got Sam married. Daly. Yes, there's a lucky, lucky man out there. Sorry. Uh, so she sent that to me Christmas Eve and I was like, oh, my God, that's outrageous. And then the next Christmas day, I started seeing like a couple of memes come through. And over that weekend, it was just pandemonium <laughs> with the amount of memes. And we're like, what should we do? 
Like, because we can't condone oh, the you, violence. Dude, you couldn't do anything. You couldn't do anything. We couldn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. You know, just let it it's play like out. in the world we live in, you know, you're going to piss off 50% of the people. So, right. you know, Chris and, and Heather and, you know, I mean, Mark, my new saying is this. I'd rather keep my mouth shut and have people think I'm an idiot then open my mouth and confirm their suspicion. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is the thing. If you guys if you guys are living under a rock and you missed this, there was a video that came out. These two two guys in a convenience store, and one of them's mouth and the other one, he puts his puts his drinks down on the counter and he says, Smack me, bro, smack me. The guy pulls back what looks like about a fifty pound twisted tea can. <laughs> And lays this young brother out cold on the floor, and any any company I don't give a shit what company it is across the United States anybody anybody hopes for that one oh, yeah. brilliant marketing thing that's like you know that they can just hang their hat on and ride that wave, but imagine having that having that happen for your company. And because of the political climate, you can't even say anything. Yeah. You can't even acknowledge it. You guys had to be losing your minds. We, we were, we, I mean, because, you know, it's, it's the first time that like, you know, people think when you go viral, you would know what to do. It's like, you know, you ever see that show with, uh, on ABC, John Quinones, like, what would you do? Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, if you see somebody getting mugged, you're like, oh man, I'd jump right in there and help them. Bullshit. Yeah. Till the time comes. You do. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so we didn't know, we didn't know what to do. Um, so we didn't do anything. And, you know, that's another one of my mottos. You know, when I don't know what to do, I just don't do anything. You know, you know it, it works out. What we should do is we should make a quick disconnect for the shifter knob on the T-dozer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, I think it'll pop right off. <laughs> so oh, I was going to post a link to the video in the comments. No, no, no. no wait a minute. God well, I need to tell you why I'm not going. To. <laughs> Aside from that, I can't condone the violence. I had never had audio on anything oh. that I had seen. <laughs> oh yeah. And I just like I just like typed it in, and that little. If anybody heard that, I apologize because <laughs> I had no idea. Come on, nice. nice heather nice because so, that's one thing i'm really weird like that if there's any video on my phone that somebody sends me i don't ever have the volume on so i'll watch a video but i won't hear the sound mark you know what happened that one time that she got that she got that text message hey she's looking at porn over here she's looking at porn <laughs> <laughs> so now, now she doesn't have her volume on at all <laughs> like, if anybody heard that i'm completely and utterly mortified and i apologize <laughs> <laughs> it's fantastic. I hate to break the news to everybody. No. That is a but great if, set. If, if you haven't seen the video, all you have to do, if you go on Google and you type in Twisted, Twisted T, T video, Smack. Yeah. Yeah, Twisted T Smack. Like, it comes up instantly. And there's all these funny remixes. But oh, what yeah. was also interesting in the digital age that we live in is that people were seeing the memes without the video for context yeah. so people are like why is twisted t like all of a sudden a weapon yeah. and it was like oh you didn't see the video <laughs> so i told billy when this when this when i finally was able to get a hold of him because like he said it was around the holidays and nobody nobody was on on the grid you know 
And I finally got a hold of him. I was like, dude, if you don't figure out a way, it should be internationally. The way you should have to order a Twisted Tea from now on is walking up to a bar smack and saying, me. smack me, bro. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you right now. Smack me. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So what we're actually here to talk about tonight, we're, we're saying how things are finally coming back around and getting back to normal. And that brings us to the opportunity that your company is actually going to extend to everybody that through COVID might not have had a chance to get in on the T-Dozer. Yeah. If you have not entered to win the T-Dozer, there's still time. And I, I always pronounce this wrong, but in, in every contract, there's something called a force majeure. Yep. And what that means is if there's, in French, it's a major force, like an act of God or an act of nature. A so pandemic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so COVID and the pandemic and the fact that 2020 was, you know, basically canceled, put on hold. We were luckily enough, we were able to, in, you know, enforce the force majeure and extend the sweepstakes spike. So if you haven't entered to win this thing, and, you know, we, the four of us always say this with every bike, and I don't want to, I don't want to say we build because I don't build anything. No, you're I, part of it. Don't even try it. Don't even try so, it. From, the, from the, the minute bike, we start talking about it, you're picking yeah. parts and colors. Don't, don't even go there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, listen, all right, let, let's rephrase it. I'm the face of the operation. Uh, <laughs> but for what, Every time we come off a bike, we have to give it away. We're like, oh, my God, I don't want to give this bike away. You know, this the T-Dozer falls right in line with every other bike. It's so hard to give these bikes away, but we do it once a year. I, I and, can I can tell you it was, you know, just the other day, it, you know, sitting here in, in the garage. I was looking at it and thinking to myself, normally by the time – we get done building it, and then, at yeah, it. and then we do the, the paint work and all that stuff. I'm like, dude, get this fucking thing away from me. I never want to see it ever again. This one here, I don't feel that way. We yeah. When we finished it originally and pulled it out into the driveway, did the more you looked at it, the cooler it was. I mean, it, I mean, this to me, this is a really cool little bike, yeah. man. It were, I, and it's not I, little. I think, it's it, I think it surprised us all. Yeah. It really did. It's so fun to ride. I mean, it's just, it's just so tight, and it's just, I mean, it's well, it's funny that you fun. say that. <laughs> hey, look at that. Dude, I want to know how you were texting me while you're riding that day. Like, you kept saying, dude, I'm riding. I love this thing. You must have texted me 10 times that day. I think I'm, I might have pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wondering. Oh, yeah, that, that's that awesome. thing's just, it, it came out so tight and... You know, and this one here almost like it flowed really well. There's a quick disconnect right there. Yep. Dude, that's there a great is, idea. Man. You know, this was like for us this was a this was a really big opportunity because you know, we got to we got to launch a new product for the for the shifter and we got to launch a new product with the uh the oil tank that Will Ramsey actually machined those for us and we're selling those now but I can't believe no one ever did a can oil yeah, tank me, like me that neither. before. Yeah. But like, you know? look how look yeah. how that thing flows. The bike flows so well; it's ridiculous. And yeah. sitting on it, it feels as good as it looks. 
I, it's killer. I mean, it's just such a great looking, great riding bike. And that's what we want. Like, you know, we talk about this all the time too. We don't sit in like a boardroom and have a meeting over the bike we're going to build. It's usually the four of us and whoever else at like a diner or a pizza <laughs> ranch, you know, after the last day of Sturgis and we're sitting there like, what are we going to do for the next giveaway bike? And yeah. I always been a fan of, you know, the exile choppers and yeah. the stuff that, and, and the stuff that Russell had done before. And I was like, I want to just have a big wheel in the front. I want to have all internal, you know, wiring, everything. And I just want it to be stripped down, no frills, just badass. When you look at that thing, you just see badass. You want to ride it. When you look at it now and you see me and you're like, dork. (laughs) I love that picture of you. Jason Sim wants to know if it can do a wheelie. Oh, I guarantee it. Yeah, it, it can do a wheelie. <laughs> I can't. It can do a wheelie. I can't do a wheelie. Somebody else on it might be able to do a wheelie. So, so surely... I have a loaded question. All right. Okay. Do you Unloaded. have a favorite? We, this is the fourth one. Do you have fifth. a favorite of the four? No, fifth, I think. No, this is we where working. The shovel head we're working on is number five. Favorite one? Oh my god! Like favorite Beatles album? That one. <laughs> no, how do you? You can't pick. Um. Oh god! Come on, you put you really put me on a spot. You don't I have mean, to have a favorite. I was just I wish we, if you I did. wish we had pictures all of them loaded up because that's even like for me, it's like picking your favorite kid. You know what I mean? But. Seriously, uh, immediately because I'm a '70s chopper guy, I go to the the first one was me too, hands down. And rideability wise too, that that bike is sick, hands down. Yeah, it's one of the most comfortable bikes that I've ever ridden. You know, and balance so nice. Like, you know, look, I'm not going to sit here and try and front and be like, you know, hey, I'm big big biker. You know, I love motorcycles. Mm -hmm. I've ridden motorcycles for a long, long time. But when I rode the chopper. That was the first time that I rode a proper chopper. Yeah. Ooh, I think we got the name for a new, another chopper. bike. <laughs> I think we got the name for the next bike. You know, so when I, and I rode that thing, you know, and I didn't want to, I didn't want to have, because when they unloaded the, the twisted chopper from the trailer, everybody's standing around and it's like, you know, Billy, go for a ride. And it's like, do I say, well, you know, maybe next time. Or do I just be like, yeah, no problem. Get on it. Right go. on, bro. <laughs> right on, bro. <laughs> but I was, I, I tell you, I was nervous because, again, I never had ridden a proper chopper. That was like my first time riding a chopper. But I didn't want to, you know, let everybody know that, you know. So I just got on it. And I was like, holy shit, this is pretty easy to ride. This is awesome. <laughs> and the next thing you know, I'm leading the Legends ride with Woody. Um, in Sturgis and I mean it was like to you know to ride that thing because it doesn't have front brakes you know and it's just it, you got to get used to it and to ride that thing on the Legends Ride through the Black Hills for the first time riding a chopper was definitely going down on my bucket list well it wasn't on my bucket list but it made the list after I did it yeah. I, I gotta tell you though out of all of them I was surprised the how much yeah. how much the low rider. I forgot how fun it was to ride these bikes yeah 
And it re- like it really is. It, I mean, it hauls ass. Like we got lucky enough that in the donor bike, we picked up a, a yeah. an S and S one ten. I mean, it was already set up to be a screamer, but it just feels so good riding this motorcycle. This motorcycle was it was it surprised me how much I enjoyed that one too. Yeah, and that's a that's a cool bike. I mean, it, I I wouldn't have to say it's not. And like I'm like well, like Billy said, you couldn't pick just one. I have the honor i pretty much have to say pretty much every time i ride i ride that t-chopper that is pretty much hands down the bike you know my bike that i ride in the comfort level but the size of the of the cholo bike is just overwhelming it's so you know it's like you're sitting on your couch compared to what we're (laughs) normally used to ride so and this cat, I was actually hoping someday to get this one back, like kind of secret. And yeah, that, he's never given that bike. No up. way, dude. Forget he loves it. Oh that. my god! <laughs> and I, I owe Don, I owe Don a call because he reached out to me recently. I get he's got a benefit coming up, oh, and right I got to send him some prizes. I gotta, I gotta get a hold of him. But the tracker was so cool because when you guys beaded the tank and you beaded the fender, when you put the lead beat around the French I mean so that was super cool but that bike was hard to ride so I guess if if I had one that I would say would be the most technically challenging it would be the tracker that wasn't an easy bike to ride no it wasn't it wasn't it had it had a it had a really aggressive sitting position you had to you had to be in it it was definitely Shortly after the first season Don had it, the guy that won it was from Plymouth, New Hampshire. He sent me a message and I think, and I quote, it said, holy hell, that bike is fast. (laughs) (laughs) It weighs 20 pounds, dude. You know what I mean? Like it was a 1200 sportster that weighs 20 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. And in keeping with most of the bikes that Chris builds, there's no speedometer on it. And um, he's like, I had my buddy with me on the go on the highway, and I had him clock me. He says, I figured I was going fifty or sixty. He's like, I was going ninety five miles an hour. <laughs> yeah, and boy, when you ride that thing, you feel every mile oh, yeah. too. I mean, you're in that thing. Yeah. So listen, I want to. I, I just want to take one second and do a shameless plug because uh, Mark and I do motorcycles as our as our pastime under flat brokes, chops, and rods. If you guys want to see some of the stuff that we do. You can uh, go on our website, flatbrokechopsandrods.com, <laughs> and, and uh, all our bikes and stuff are up there, so check them out. Was that a shameless plug? It was. Oh, boy. That's what. That's a shameless plug. That don't cost us. So what do people have to do <laughs> to get this well, motorcycle? I mean, obviously, it's a $50 ticket or something. Or no, no. No, it's a, it's, it is 100% free to enter there's no strings attached there's no hook you don't have <laughs> no hooker. you don't have to buy anything um we we love for you to be subscribers of the magazines or or drinkers of the tea but that is absolutely not a requirement um and it will not win any favor it's yep. completely random it's completely free and anybody that's 21 or over can enter to win this bike and how do they do that billy <laughs> you text the word T-Dozer, all one word, to 84567. Did I get that right? 
No. Oh, damn it. He's been saving this number for friggin' four years. God, I, you can tell I haven't been to an event in a while. Two, four, five, eight, seven. Okay, all right. I was one digit off. It was Jeez, close. I threw everybody off now. Watch, I'm going to get sued. Um, but all, all you do, so, so you, you know, like, you open up your text messages and you put in two, four, five, eight, seven into the into the number and then the word T dozer into the message. And then what will happen is you'll get a link back and then you just click on the link and fill out, you know, your name and your date of birth. And, you know, we ask you a couple of questions because we love to learn things from our drinkers. So it's like, how did you hear about the bike? How did you hear about the contest? How did, you know, when's the first time you drank twisted tea? There's a couple like little questions in there just for us. So we could get to know our drinkers better. And then really? um, hit submit and you're in. That's awesome. So we've had a couple of people now say the same thing, but this one in particular, Mr. Patrick Jansen. I, dude, I just saw his name. I thought the same thing. I, I just said today how much I miss him. Yep. And not only do we miss Mr. Jansen tremendously, but he misses your cooking shows. Oh, huh? <laughs> I, Pat, I miss you terribly. Yeah, and actually, several people have said they've missed your cooking segments. We may have to just do a <laughs> night of cooking with Billy. <clears throat> Hey, That'd listen, be great. I'd love to do that. We you can, know me. We can bring the cooking segment on the shop talk. Yes. I mean, we don't oh. we, we don't have to bust your balls for it every week, but, man, we could get stuff together. I, I'll even be willing to work in the daytime and pre-record them or whatever. Did that be oh, awesome? that would be awesome because Billy is one of the most incredible cooks. Dude. Oh, come on. Stop that. No, <laughs> listen. Listen. He, he He's the perfect wife. He, I'm telling exactly. you. Exactly. He, he, <laughs> he, he ruined a perfect gay man by being straight. Cause he bakes, he bakes like he will out bake your grandmother. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> you listen, you want you want to laugh. So, I live in this historic district here in South Florida, and like many historic neighborhoods, it's kind of like the neighborhood, and it's great because there's a lot of long term, you know, gay couples that have been together for a long, long time, and their houses are nice, and they see my house, and they see like you know. Because I like to keep the yard nice. And then my neighbors are like, you know, you you bake, you cook. I, you I don't rather, see you at the you meetings. Know, <laughs> you're like, you like, you go to, you like to antique. You know, you like thrift stores and you like stuff like that. Like, this is great. And I'm like, yeah, but I, I am kind of gay, but I like to have sex with women. So that's, the <laughs> only, that's, the, that's the only thing that separates us. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with you on this one because I, I'll tell you some of my favorite times at home are in the kitchen cooking i literally love to cook so yeah i'm, I'm gonna go with you on that one i don't know about the gay part but you know i like dana way too much <laughs> dana well, smells too like, good you know <laughs> well i mean you know look a, a real man knows how to fold a fitted sheet yes yes sir. he knows he knows how, he knows how to cook something and he knows how to do his own laundry and clean a bathroom <laughs> Exactly. Wow. Billy, all of Billy you're, you're breaking up a little bit here. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure what's going on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, listen, man, I, I wanted to say for everybody here how much we appreciate everything that, that you and Boston Beer do for us and for everybody. I mean, like, this is this is the thing about this, man. You can tell Billy is a motorcycle nut like the rest of us. He gets as excited every year about doing this. 
as we do. He's vested in it personally, and I mean, they do the whole thing and just give it back to a Twisted T fan, you know. And it's not, it's not about anything other than showing love back to the community, you know, that that take care of them all it, year long. And so. if you don't know Billy and you see him in an event. Go up and say hello to him. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. He hands down is one of the greatest guys out there. Absolutely. He'll give everybody the time. He's just an amazing person. So, oh, thanks, thanks, you guys. Well, you know, a lot of corporations and a lot of big companies. You know, the bigger they get, the further away they get from their consumer. And what we always keep in mind is that without our drinkers and without our without our tea fans, there would be no us. You know. Without people buying our products, we would there would not be a twisted tea. So, if there's anything that we could do to give back, and that's why, you know, you never know who's going to be your next customer. So I'm just my thing in life is like just be cool to everybody, because you never know when you're going to see them again. Yeah, you know, Amen. it's like what's the downside? Amen. Especially in the world, you know, the, the world we're living in today. Just be nice to one another, man. Like, you know, cut the crap and just be nice. Amen. Amen. So listen, that's uh that's that's great words to live by. Um, seize the moment, get out and do this stuff. And that's more importantly, you have an opportunity. If you are anywhere near Panama City, you have the opportunity to go see Billy and the twisted T bike and the tweet T dozer and plenty of the other bikes I'm sure you're bringing with you also, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna bring in. I'm bringing up the tea bagger, one of the old standbys. That was uh, that's a, that's a favorite of ours. I'm bringing you up. You mean the uh, bike, right? Have, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the bike. That's right. Yeah, wow. no, not that. Tank. That was that not, was for you, Pat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, we have a. Uh, I have a six seater side by side that's called a tea buggy, and I'm bringing. It's not a motorcycle, but. I'm bringing that up there because if you haven't ever been to Thunder Beach, it's great because the, the main event is in this giant field and they use the field for like horse shows. So the grass, it's like it's like a putting green huh. and all these vendors come in set up and it's on this big, Where, big Is that field. Frank Brown Park? Frank Brown Park. So. To have the tea buggy is great because I can, you know, get around the event and drive around. You mean you know, drive all the, the girls around? We just have a ball and it's a lot of fun. But Panama City Beach and Thunder Beach, the event is absolutely, it's just such a great time. It's right on the Emerald Coast. If you've never been to Panama City, there's plenty yeah, of lodging, plenty to do. And what I love about Panama City Beach is that the it's right at the end of spring break season. So the cops are like, guys, forget just whatever, just whatever. We're, yeah. we're just like the try cops not to kill each like, other. <laughs> try not to kill each other. You know, if you really need us, give us a buzz. Otherwise, just have fun. because, you know, they've been like six weeks of dealing with idiots. Yeah. You know, so it's, you know, the cops in Panama City Beach are super cool. That's what, and we get to see you this week. I'm very excited yeah. about that. Yeah, and uh, we got to figure what are the details of that because uh, I I know that we were working on some of them. Oh. We'll, we'll discuss that off air. We don't need to yeah. give people our exact <laughs> plans. We like to kind of roll undercover sometimes. In the big van right. that says source media on the side of it, that'll be going down ninety five. Right. <laughs> 
Oh, geez. There's well, nothing. Well, listen, nothing here's here's, here's one thing to talk about. So Rich Petoniak says, twisted shovel head, exclamation point. Almost like he knows a secret oh, thing boy. going on. Huh? Know Rich, Rich knows. See, letting the cat out of the bag. Yeah, I can't tell you. Can't tell you about it. I have to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> For anybody that's ever seen Rich's uh, Facebook profile picture, you know, the thumbnail. He looks like he was like uh, on the cast of the Wild One, like right next to Marlon Brando. Like he's got this big leather jacket, this big honking cigar, <laughs> and it's, I think it's even like a black and white picture. And you just look at it, and it's like, wait a minute, is was that guy in the Wild One? <laughs> Great. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to. Oh, what is going on there? It's I like can't... such a killer picture. And I and I never and I've uh, you know, like I said, I mean I'm not like. I don't know if you can see it good enough in this shot, but I'm going to put it up anyway. Nope. It's over in the corner. Uh, well, everybody, if you, everybody, there send him is. a friend request. There he is. He's like great. <laughs> Wait a minute, there. I was gonna say, put my look at that. I mean, look at that guy. Like Marlon Brando, Lee Marvin, move move aside. Hey, he can look however he wants. He's fantastic with a motor. Oh, so buddy, that's that's pretty, no pretty much all the guns. Yeah, round round yeah. these parts, we call we call Rich Mister Shovelhead. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's no joke. All right, Billy. Well, listen, we're gonna cut you loose, man. I know you got a million things to do to get ready for the show, and um, we are gonna see you. Yeah. And probably, yeah, we are too. So we're gonna be, we're gonna be hauling ass southbound and down. Hey, baby, right <laughs> look forward to you. Are you bringing Mark with you? No, 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 no. There's, there's no traveling for me for a little while. Yep. All right. Well, but I'm, I miss I know you. I'll see you. So. I'm gonna be. I'm actually. Listen, real quick. Your shameless plug. Um, so we are doing a what they call a test and learn with Supercross and this summer we're sponsoring well we sponsor a team so we're the official Twisted T factory Suzuki team which is pretty cool that's so um, for anybody that's into Supercross so Supercross is ending this weekend coming up in, in Salt Lake City and then the motocross summer series is starting we are going to be uh, we're presenting four races and the first one is in of all places High Point, Pennsylvania. Oh, no shit. Yeah, That's buddy. Right, right by us. High Point. So, and, and I was telling Billy about that track. I was like, dude, oh, yeah. High Point is one of the dude. most legendary tracks of and the And the parties that used to go with it. Yo. Man, that was the place to go. So so um, for anybody that's in the area, I'm going to be there. It's it, it breaks. It absolutely crushes my heart that I won't be in Laconia this year because I love Laconia beyond belief. But we got this motocross thing going on and I'm not going to be able to make Laconia. Um, so come out to high point and, uh, party with us. Well, We're going to be there. Yeah. Yep. Chris and I are coming. Yeah. yeah I'll definitely we can be ride there. the bikes. We can drag you out to motocross, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, that's <laughs> not too far for me so for, uh, I got to stay close to home for a minute here. So, yeah. Yes, sir. All right, Billy. Well, listen, man, thanks again for everything, and uh, we'll see you in short time, brother. All right. Thanks, everybody. See you, Billy. See you, Mark. 
Good times. Good times. So I have, um, real quick, I need to... I need to run. We have a, a tech feature tonight. Actually, it's a product piece. Um, don't go anywhere. We're going to run this product piece and come back and wrap up with you guys tonight. Um, this is a great piece from Grease and Gears Garage on a new product we have in the shop. So hold tight. Chris with Source Media, and uh, today is new tool delivery day. I want to say hi to everybody out in Choppertown. Um, really exciting. We're up here at my buddy Ed Fish's place, and uh, we've been talking about this for quite a while. You guys will remember we were in Florida and did some interview stuff with the people from Vaporhone Technologies, and here today is our Vaporhone machine. And um, super excited, especially for for you because you do a lot of um, Triumph and, and British bike restoration and, and this kind of technology man is just excellent for, for rehabbing old cases and it and really does a job on antique motorcycle parts and, and by antique it can be from the 60s on back and it, there's no dimensional change no metal removal it's safe to uh, you could clean an old Amol carburetor uh, and the nicest thing is to bring back a British bike is to clean the aluminum cases, which should just be sort of a shiny casting. Uh, bead blasting is, is not correct or even close. And so my friends and I, we scrub them with different aluminum cleaners, brass wire brushes and all that, and it's a real job. And these will give a case a, a nice correct look for an old Triumph BSA Norton or whatever. Um, it's an old process develop, developed in England in World War II to inspect and uh, wing spars for fighter planes. Uh, they're aluminum forgings and these would show up a crack better than dive penetrant. Well eventually they found out it's great for cleaning things and for us guys with our motorcycles. Now when he was talking about uh, there's no dimensional change, that literally means that as you're doing this, it's not taking away any parent material. I saw even on uh, Jay Leno's garage, the owner of VHT was on there with him and they took a whole um, SU carburetor, threw it right in, didn't take any of it apart, the butterfly, nothing, the plastic thing on the end of it, cleaned it like it, it was, looked shiny like it was brand new and it didn't destroy any of the other parts on the carburetor back to absolutely beautiful so this is going to be a, a real game changer for us and what we hope to do over the next couple months here is give you guys a series of videos because the big the big uh, secret behind all of this are, are the different media there's different grades of media there's different ways you even the owner was telling me you can put combinations of media to achieve different finishes so we're going to try to come up with a little workbook about using this thing and the things that we find and we're going to bring that stuff to you guys but in the meantime i can't wait to get this unwrapped and uh start figuring out how to use it christmas so, is here yes, sir. <laughs> let's get this thing open and check it out so 
Come in real close because as I'm pulling this out, I want you guys to see how big the actual cabinet is. This is one of the the best features is you can pretty much put an entire motor in there. And this is not even the, you know, this is not even one of the big ones that they make. This I believe is the VH800. Um, you know, it's got a couple, from what I can tell, I'm, I'm not as well versed in the product, but like we have the, the, the pump with the windshield wiper arm on it, um, the foot pedal and stuff. So it's looks like we got a little bit of an upgrade from the weekend warrior. But yeah, look inside there, look how much space. This is the wash off the windshield or the, the uh, viewing glass. And this of course is the, uh, the gun itself. And it runs with a foot pedal or by hand. And this will wash off the product and put it open up. So we got two boxes of media that came with this, but like I said, there's, you know, there's a bunch of different grades. We're gonna look into that. We're gonna... pretty basic on, on which media we'll find that out pretty quickly, um, whether it's a pot metal carburetor or an aluminum case. Uh, English aluminum is different from Harley-Davidson aluminum. So everything's going to get the correct finish, to look right, and save hours. That's the big deal. The cleaning cases is really uh, an ordeal to get them to look right, and uh, this should, should cut all that way down in timelines. I'll tell you the really neat thing about that is what he, from what he was telling us was uh, if you get the right combination of the media, you can even, you can even bring stuff to a polished finish mm -hmm. just using the machine. Yeah. You know, I can't even imagine what that would do for yeah. me in time yeah. with stainless and aluminum stuff to, to just end up with it coming out of here at a high polish. Yeah. Just think of primary covers, lower legs on an old bike, uh, how many hours? You know, and you work your way down to 600, 1200 paper, and then you go to your buffer. Uh, you know, if you've got a big gouge, naturally it'll take that out of the file or something. But in here, we may get it to a point where you just walk over to the buffer, which would be really great. Right. Yes, sir. Okay, so from here, it's, uh, it's read the book, and we're going to leave that to the <laughs> capable, capable hands of the educated man, because I'm not as good with reading instructions as that is. <laughs> I also don't approach things as scientifically as he does, so that's that's kind of why we're super excited to that you gave the green flag to bring this over here. Lots of things to hook up. Luckily, it's 110 volt and a standard air supply, um, a couple filters on that, and uh, something you can go anywhere in any shop. So as we learn more about this, we're gonna hip you guys to it and take you through the whole process of setup. You know, the first couple things that we learn as we get uh, more uh, uh, acclimated to the use of the materials and stuff, we'll, we'll turn, that, turn you on to that too. But until next time, this is Chris with Greasing Gears TV. All right, so Heather is pissing herself right now because <laughs> she can't wait to get her hands on that thing. And I I'm very excited. I'm very excited. <laughs> That's my tool. And the first thing I did was take it to Mr. Fish's. <laughs> so Willie, gonna, like Willie Jones is with us here to tonight. It. Willie. Yes, sir. Yes, How's old Willie, Willie doing? Nice day. We love you, him. Willie. Um, 
if you guys aren't aware, a week or so ago we we made an announcement on the show that um that Willie had uh, been involved in an accident on his motorcycle. Um, actually, a, a drunk driver hit him, and uh, there's a GoFundMe. Heather can put the link up for that if she has it. I'm looking for it now, but I'll find it. Um, we're all praying for you, boss, for your speedy recovery, and I, I really hope to uh, hope to see you get spring back from this, man. Yeah. I mean, it's a horrible, horrible thing. He was on his on his way to support a brother at an event, and and uh, got wiped out by a left hand driver that didn't even tap the brake. So. You can go check that out here. I got the link. I can put it up for you just like this. Ba-boom. We're all pulling for you, Willie. Yes, sir. I'm I'm so excited to see him here. He's one of the, I adore Willie. He's one of my favorite people ever. He does so much for our community. Um, and I know he's had a rough go of it. He's still in the hospital. Um, and it's one of those situations where every day I want to reach out, but every day I want him to rest and get better and heal more. Yep. Um so we love you, Willie. Everyone I know is praying for you. Um, and hurry up and get better and get your ass home. Yeah. Uh, he says he's laying in his hospital room resting up. Good man. Good man. Well, Willie's definitely got uh, his Chopper Time show, hands down, is the best show of the year. If you've never been there, you got to go. Gotta go. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure if he would, if something would happen, he'd have to stop doing that show. They just closed Daytona. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't go to Daytona. That's for damn sure. So I mean, the only shows. thing I'll say, Willie, stop pinching the nurses. I know you. I know how you roll. <laughs> Leave them alone. Miss Jean will take care of that. Oh yeah. Hey, listen, guys. I want to thank you again for uh, tuning into our little program here. Like I said, every Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, we go live with 90 to 120 minutes. All this that we can fit um, through the courtesy of the Dennis Kirk Motorcycle Studio. Dennis Kirk's Moto we ship today, and that's no lie. If you're last minute, Larry, like me, chopper deadlines are completely off out of your mind until it's time to get that one part. And son of a bitch, if they don't, like, oh, if they don't fix it for me now. all the time, well, I want to thank them for supporting this and uh, all of our sponsors and especially you for letting us into your headspace a little bit. And uh, as long as you guys keep digging it, we'll keep doing it till next week. <laughs> same chopper time. Same chopper channel. Bye Felicia.